0: The Jet Set Breakfast on SAFM. Destination unknown.
1: So there's something called the electric africa virtual reality festival it's the first free online virtual reality festival in africa it's going to take place from the 5th to the 11th of november and uh, we wanted to find out more about virtual reality i always understood that you needed a headset for a 360 degree experience on the line is ingrid cop she's the co-director of electric south the not-for-profit that's hosting the electric africa vr festival ingrid thank you so much for joining us
0: thanks so much for having me great to be here
1: Ingrid, before we go into the festival itself, explain how virtual reality works and specifically the fact that you need a headset, which you won't need for this festival, and we'll get to that in a moment.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So there's different kinds of virtual reality. Uh, We are going to be showing 360 virtual reality, which is basically, if you think about it, it's like making a film uh, where the camera has lenses pointing in all directions so that you're basically capturing a 360 image. So you can look up, you can look down, you can look all around. Um, so, you know, it, it, you, you basically are looking at the world as we, as we see it without a headset on. Um, there are also um, virtual reality experiences, which are, are called things like room scale or game engine based experiences, where you can actually move uh, through and, and you can interact with objects and it's a little bit more interactive. We won't be showing those experiences in this festival um, because, as you said, we've actually designed a festival that anyone can um, experience with a, a mobile phone, um, or, or, or a laptop, um, you can also experience it with a, with a um, headset, but we're not, we're not requiring that because we, it's really important to us that, that these films are accessible to as many people as possible.
1: So let's try and understand how that uh, then plays out, because if you need a headset to go into that 360 degree, up, behind, around, etc., how is it possible how, that you're going to be able to do that online on a computer?
0: Good question. So the way it works on a computer is you basically use your mouse um, or your scroll bar to kind of, uh, you know, drag the, the image around. So it's not, it's not quite as immersive as when you have a, a headset on your face. It, it definitely feels like a different kind of experience, but it does give you a sense of, of the space that has been created by the, by the artist or the filmmaker. And then with a phone, uh, what you can actually do is you can kind of move the phone around. So you can actually turn around with the phone. And, and move it around and see the world that way. It's it's, it's called a magic window experience. So um, so there's different options, um, and it still feels really immersive. It, it 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 is just a little bit different when you when you do have a headset.
1: You know, I was just as I'm listening to you talk, I'm suddenly thinking we need to find a way where actually it's not the. The viewer who has to spend all their money on data in order to follow these things. But actually somehow we need to be able to get the organizations to pay for the data. And and I'm not saying that I know you're a not-for-profit and I'm not saying, oh, yes, no, you must cover the cost. But we do need to find a way because to, to watch something like this obviously is going to require a lot of data.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, that's something that we I think about a lot at Electric South because obviously, like I said before, access, um, is, is a huge part of our mission. And it's really important to us that these experiences are available to people all over Africa. And obviously data is a huge issue. Um, and, you know, and I think obviously data is an issue beyond just virtual reality. Sure. Um, and it's something that, um, you know, we, we think about a lot because it's, it, it's an issue both for the artists who, who are making the work and then for the audiences. And I, I feel like if, if we as a continent want to really grow these spaces, you know, grow spaces for innovation and spaces for art, um, then, then cheap or free data is, is key to that. So I, I totally agree.
1: We need to be shouting a lot harder. What are some of the yeah. uh, films that and videos that people can catch?
0: So what we're really proud of is a lot of the films, half of the films are actually made in Africa by African artists and filmmakers. Um, yeah. Some of them are produced by us at Electric South, um, and then we have projects uh, from uh, other production companies. There's one called Greatness, which is about skateboarding, uh, produced by a company in, in Nairobi. And, um, and then we also have a lot of films uh, that are actually from the global south, um, uh, outside, of, um, outside of Africa, which is also really, you know, it's, it's really important to us to show that this virtual reality work, exciting virtual reality work, has been made all over the world, um, you know, and not just in the US and Europe, which is where people often look to for, for this work. So we've got projects from, from Mexico, we've got projects from Ecuador, we've got projects from Taiwan. Um, you know, it was really um, key that we, we showed that this is really global work um, and that people should really think of of virtual reality as something that um, you know, people are making all over the world.
1: So when we talk about virtual reality and what people will see, what they need to be clear about is that this is not necessarily a series of documentaries. It's rather, it could be as uh, a series of artworks, it could be a series of uh, videos, audio videos, um, audiovisual videos, etc.
0: Exactly. I mean, if you can think about it, you know, I think the, the the kind of the equivalent is to think about film. You know, film can be Traditional film it can be documentary, it can be music video, uh, it can be a, a, a fictional feature film. It's, the same with, it's exactly the same with, with VR. We're, we're showing mostly documentaries, um, partly because that's, that's what we mostly do at Electric South, um, but some of the films are not, are not documentaries. So, um, you know, it really, it, it really is a medium that can kind of have anything in it. And, and some of the projects we're showing are actually influenced by theatre. It's, it's one of the things that I think is really exciting about VR is that different kinds of artists, can bring their their art practice into the VR space and then and then see what they can do with it.
1: I see that there's a film called Daughters of Chibok, and I'm wondering, uh, is that the story of the Chibok girls?
0: Exactly. So it's a story of one of the, the it's the, the one of the mothers of, of one of the girls telling telling her story. It's an incredibly personal and moving story, and it's made by a Nigerian uh, filmmaker, yeah. um, Joel Kachi you know, and, and I think that's just something that, you know, I, I want to emphasize is it's really um, one of the things that it's one of the reasons we started Electric South is to really kind of make sure that, that Africans are telling their own stories and, and you know, and, and telling different kinds of stories about Africa. And I think Joel's, um, Joel telling the story about what happened in, you know, in his country in, in Nigeria uh, is just really, really powerful. It's a, it's a beautiful film.
1: I suspect people are going to be interested to find out more. How do they get hold of the program and where do they go if they, say, want to sign up for the experience from the 5th to the 11th?
0: So you can go to electricsouth.org, the website electricsouth.org, and there's a link there to Electric Africa. You can uh, register for any of the panels. We, we have films, but we also have panels, um, and the panels are a really great way to, to find out more about VR and 360 uh, filmmaking if you're, if you're interested. Um, and then the films will be available from the 5th to the 11th. There'll be lots of instructions. We, we know a lot of people are not familiar with VR, so there'll be a lot of instructions about how to access them. We've worked with an amazing company called LucidWeb to make it as accessible as possible. So everything will be on electricsouth.org, And it's all free. It's all free, and the films are available anywhere in Africa.
1: I just want to ask you something. If I'm going to make a virtual reality film, do I need a special camera, or, or how does that work?
0: Yeah, you do need a special camera, um, and they range. That you can get very, very cheap cameras, um, and then you can get, you know, the sort of very high-end, very expensive cameras. So, um, you know, they they're um, they're available. Uh, you can you can buy them. Um, there's a lot of information. If people are interested, I mean, they can reach out to us at Electric uh, South. But there's also a lot of amazing uh, information online. You know, with um, with really great support groups for folks making making VR. So, if anyone wants to jump into it. Um, you know, I really encourage that. We, we need more uh, folks in Africa making these films.
1: That's Ingrid Kopp. She's the co-director of Electric South. It's a not-for-profit. They're hosting the Electric Africa VR Festival. And uh, if you want to find more, just go onto the website electricsouth.org. So go the on che- there. Check it out. And uh, you'll be able to find out all the details, electricsouth.org. There are also webinars which will teach you more about what a virtual reality film is. And as Ingrid mentioned, a diversity of stories and documentaries from not just across the continent, but also the diaspora as well.